Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Are you struggling to set yourself apart in the real estate sea of sameness? Do you struggle to decide where to market, how to market, or what to put into your marketing to help you stand out? It's probably because your brand isn't dialed in. A great brand involves a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline, friends. That's because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Our friends at Brandface can help you define, develop, and display your personal brand so you can stand out, outmarket, and outsell your competition. It is time to unveil your inner star. Head to powerbrandtraining.com and check out their free training video. Again, powerbrandtraining.com. That's all one word powerbrandtraining.com. Check out their free training video. It will be worth your time. We are back for episode number 41, where in episode 40, we completely dumbed you down and made you feel really stupid, or at least maybe I did, because we talked about NFTs. If you missed it, go back and listen to it. So today, we're going to get back to some news. Tristan, this is the Symposium by Drunk on Social. And let's start with a really interesting topic that involves TikTok, kitchens, and food delivery. What the hell is this all about, man? Dude, I, I think they're taking a page out of Mr. Beast. And if you've been listening to us, you know who Mr. Beast is. If you don't, just go to YouTube, type in Mr. Beast, and you'll see he has more views on his channel than any TV network. It's insane. All right. Now that you know who Mr. Beast is, well, he quickly became the biggest YouTuber on the planet for views, right? Views wise, not subscribers. And he decided, Jeff, that he was going to make a Mr. Beast burger. And when I found out through my kids that Mr. Beast had a burger, you better believe I went to DoorDash and ordered Mr. Beast burger. I was like, where is the local Mr. Beast burger? I'm so sure there was is one looking. in LA. I'm sure there is one, right? Well, well, check this out. I'm looking everywhere. I know where they're coming from because I see the, the vicinity on a map. But when I go there, there's nothing there. I'm like, what the hell's happening? So I went deeper into this and then I went into a rabbit hole. And I found out that Mr. Beast Burgers is operating from a kitchen of a completely different restaurant. And so he doesn't I went, actually have a restaurant. No restaurants, dude. No restaurants, at least out in the rest of the United States. He probably does have one where he's at. I think it's South Carolina or North Carolina. But here's the thing. Through COVID, these restaurants that were barely making it right at the beginning, people were ordering Mr. Beast Burgers and it was keeping these restaurants alive. One of them, and I don't know if you guys have it over there, Jeff. It's Buca di Peppo. It's an Italian restaurant, family-oriented. Well, well, here, if we, if we do, I don't know about it. Well, that's one of the restaurants that they use the kitchen from. 
and they make burgers and fries out of it. You can go online, take a look at their menu. And what happens is you order it through DoorDash, they prepare it and they send it over. They have the bags, they have, everything looks like Mr. Beast burgers. And now you're telling me, it's the first time I'm hearing about it, that TikTok wants to do the same thing. That's brilliant, dude. Think about this, Jeff, you and I could go to a chain that's not doing too well, that's kind of struggling and be like, you know what, we have a large fan base and drunk on social we'd love to make the jeff and tristan donuts and we'll just use your kitchen and we'll deliver them through doordash that was brilliant dude so that's what tiktok wants to do and i got and i have a question but i want to digress for a second and and give give the listener a little bit of context here so and this is the best way to describe this it's it's a delivery only restaurant which is not really a restaurant but it, it will, it, the platform converts viral recipe videos from the app into themed menu items. <laughs> That's a cool twist, man. What a I freaking, I mean, really? I mean, and think about it. Like if you've been on TikTok, you've seen food videos. They're just, oh, they're yeah. everywhere, right? Some famous yeah. people are doing this. I mean, who's the, who's the famous chef who's hilarious on there? Um, Gordon Ramsay. Like he's really funny, and he and he does uh, he does the the what you call it the side by side videos. Um, yeah, those are the best. He yes. says no, terrible, no. <laughs> yes, it's so good, and and a lot of this stuff as I'm reading is I'm, I was looking at this article, it's it's talking about like people's twists on like existing foods, like the McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich or the Duncan Holiday lineup or KFC's chicken sandwiches. There are just the three of them that they mention, uh, which basically if understanding this correctly, it's going to go through KFC or through McDonald's or through Dunkin' Donuts. Well, dude, that's the thing, you know, and that's what they're borrowing from Mr. Beast. He didn't just use one restaurant. He used three, four or five different ones. And now TikTok's going to do the same thing. That's dude, that's, that's pretty cool. And that could be Jeff, that could be the future of restaurants. I just thought about that why not why not dude if you and i want to fucking open a restaurant and call it the jeff and tristan restaurant and we can sell like cheese or donuts and i say cheese because it's on your hat okay cheese cheese and donuts what an amazing mix but cheese and donuts (laughs) delivered to your house dude anybody could start a freaking restaurant i mean i i correct me if i'm wrong here but this is essentially them selling the existing product that already exists, but because they've blown it up on TikTok, for example, like I'm guessing that there's some sort of a kickback from the restaurant for the user buying it through the TikTok app. Is that, am I, am I understanding this correctly? Yeah, they, they, the way that Mr. Beast runs it is they, they allow the person, the company. So let's say for this one, locally for me, Boca, Boca de Beppo, right? They're using their kitchen and their products, like the beef and the buns and everything. They're using all of that from them. They're going to compensate them for that and give them a cut of every sale. So this way it's built in, right? Yeah. There's no like, there's no monthly fee involved. There's, there's no loss at this point, dude. It's all gain as long as you have a good following. Almost like it's a, it's a, it from a restaurant's perspective. Now, throw Mr. Beast out of this from a restaurant's perspective. This is a new way 
to advertise and market your products. Dude. That's it, right? That. That's, that, they're basically, they, they're like, go, go to Mr. Beast and say, dude, uh, the McRib is out. Do a few videos on it. And their McRib probably purchases will just explode because Mr. Beast said, go buy them. Yeah. Oh, they do a twist instead of a, a McRib. It's called the McBeast Beast. rib. And he just adds a slab of like a pickle. He adds a something. piece of bacon to it or something. There you go. Dude, think of this is just like in real estate. It's I like want to do this. I it's want like expansion. I want a drunk on social everything. Everything. Dude, why, why don't we hold on? Dude, we don't have to just do this for restaurants. We can, in essence, be like, hey, we have a, a clothing line and go into like Dick Sporting Goods all over and be like, just give us a little section. We'll give you a piece of everything. I think the key though is finding a struggling chain to be like, hey, we've got a massive following. Let's do whatever it is we're going to do. I've got right? it. I've got it. What? Jockstrap. I'm down. The drunk on social you jockstrap. Used jockstraps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Well, it's gonna be a twist. We're gonna collapse before we even start, I think. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, oh, dude. I moving on. One. This this is a good one. Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Uh moving on. We've talked a lot. This is now we're in the beginning of the year, but at the end of the year, we talked a lot about you know, like uh, planning and and the best of in 2021. Well, here we are in 2022, and I bet that most of you listening still are not doing much with Twitter. And as you have consistently heard from us, Twitter's not going away. In fact, they are evolving just as rapidly as every other platform. And they put out an article recently about, uh, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a strategy, it was a guide to assist you in tweeting more often to give, you know, it's like a calendar. We provide calendars, content calendars. Well, check this out. Go find this on Drunk on Social. Uh, we'll have it posted. We'll have it attached to this podcast in the show notes. Uh, but basically, they give you an entire guide, uh, a, a tweeting strategy, and, and they've outlined ideas for you Monday through fi Friday for, for a month, and, and, and you can basically just work from there. And it's, it's actually really fascinating. They, they give tips on uh, you know, what, uh, what emojis to be using and uh, what kind of you know, visual approaches you should be using and keywords and this tweet strategy and all this stuff. Uh, so if you if you're taking if you're thinking you want to get into Twitter, I already know that Tristan's like he's probably taking notes right now because this is one of his targeted platforms. You want to check out this article? I do. Can you send it over to me? I I, I shall. I shall do that. Um, and you know my Twitter game is is dead. It's it's so freaking easy though, and that's the thing. And and let me remind people like one one more time for like the twelfth time about why we use I use Twitter. I think you use the same way. I just like to tweet to give my posts back to my stories a different aesthetic look. And so whenever you have that profound thought, or uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll give you I'll give you one of my content strategies. I, I use like one of these old calendars. This was a one of those desk calendars. It was called Unfuck Yourself, um, but it has like really good like sayings like this one you know when you use your feelings as a compass you'll often get lost and you could literally probably <laughs> out, of, out of 365 of these because you can see i still got a whole stack of them uh you know a lot of this is tweetable stuff and and that's just a that's just a hack it's a simple strategy to say huh something i have sitting on my desk it was gifted to me i'm just gonna go ahead and use them and tweet them and then i'm gonna take a snip of the tweet and i'm gonna post it to my story i'm gonna put a little twitter bird on it and 
you know, these are just content strategies. And, and I think anybody listening to this knows that that's kind of our forte. It's like one of our things. Uh, so um, there you go. Uh, I don't know if this still exists, by the way. So if, if you're writing that down, it's the Unfuck Yourself Calendar by Gary John Bishop. And um, yeah, I'm actually, this is from 2020. I'm still using these because I forget to use them. Dude. Yeah. That's a really good idea, man. Yeah. Actually, I took notes on that. There you go. You're welcome, buddy. Um, just a last thing before we get into Facebook groups. Year over year, there's been a 34% increase in video view time on Twitter, equating to 3.5 billion video views per day. Uh, that's on Twitter. So, you know, videos are, are uh, picking up steam on Twitter and they do recommend 15 seconds or less on your videos on Twitter. So it's interesting. It's almost like they... They're where TikTok was, you know, a year ago. I like that, dude. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick up my Twitter game for 2022. You know what? When we hire that social media manager that we've talked about, mm. that is going to be, that is going to be, you know, one of the top five line items that they're going to tackle for us. I have a, uh, I have an outline of what they're supposed to be doing. And you know so what? You, you know what? I just had an idea. Well, I'm going to use this me. podcast and we'll see how many, uh, how many, two people listen to this uh <laughs> how many two <laughs> if you know if well, you we had, know we had one listener last week so we're up to what? two i'll take it if you know of a d-rock and if you don't know what that means then you can't help us if you know of a d-rock that would be awesome to work for tristan and i as a content creator then dm me Send me a message, a text, whatever you've got. If we're friends on a social media platform, if you have my cell phone, wherever you've got me, uh, message me and refer somebody to us. We're looking for somebody. We haven't really formally announced that yet. Uh, so this is the formal announcement. If you know somebody, we'll see if anybody's actually listening. My guess is, Tristan, we won't be hiring anybody from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. That one or two person. If Matthew's listening, Matthew, yes, yes, send yes. us somebody. You know, I, I actually, I know that we have a few listens. Brian's one of them, by the way. A shout out to Brian. I know he listens to this podcast. Uh, I appreciate you. And hopefully you listen to this. And if you, I know if you listen to this, you're going to message me and you hear this. So shout out to you, Brian Bulger, Kansas City, Missouri. All right, Tristan. Uh, next topic. Last topic, which is two-parted, which is very important, is Facebook groups. Dude, the dominating giant. I mean, Google, then Facebook, right? By the way, Jeff, what are the top five most visited websites in the world? Google. You got it. What's number two? YouTube. Yes. And then? Pornhub. No, no, that's not, that's nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Facebook. Inst Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, damn it. I would have well, uh, given me time. I would have gotten four out of five. That's true. That's I don't true. know if you I would have said good last time. Maybe I would have. I should know this by yeah, now. You You've only said it like 10 million times. I should know this by now. That's why I just repeated it. That's why I repeated it. All right. Now I forgot what I was. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook groups. Here are the two things that I'm seeing inside of the Facebook group. So Jeff and I run, I don't know how many Facebook groups, but there are quite a few. Too many. And in a few of them, we're noticing that one way to invite people to your groups now is through QR code. And that's important because, dude, to be able to post that QR code in front of a restaurant, 
throw it in a postcard, just send it out. It makes it a lot easier for people to join the groups. And I thought that was such a cool, here's why I think it's cool. It's not revolutionary, but it's such a small tweak in the right direction mentally that I can now say, wow, you know what? Facebook's starting to pay attention a little bit. That makes me happy because for the longest time, there was, there's just this massive disconnect between Facebook and the rest of the social outlets. And that one tiny little indicator, I was like, oh, dude, somebody there is paying attention. And then here's the second thing. They, they added, they're allowing people that own the groups, so admins and moderators, to be able to run reels inside of the groups, separate then from their personal reels. And that's cool now, because if there's a video that I have, well, I want to share with, let's say, with Lab Code Agents or Drunk on Social or anywhere else that's specific to that group, I can have it run in that. Dude, can you imagine running a reels inside of Drunk on Social where we have 10,100 people in? That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So now that's that's an added benefit to everything that we're seeing. So this is what makes me happy about where Facebook is heading with groups. I have a feeling that the people that are heading groups, because I don't know this, but because hold on, let me text Zuck. He's probably <laughs> listening, actually. He'll probably message us. He might be our third listener coming in. But look. The people that are, <laughs> in just laughed. The people that are running Facebook groups for, for Facebook, obviously, versus the, the rest of the people running Facebook is different. And you can tell in the things that they're adding. So pay attention to Facebook groups. These are really important things that they're adding in the direction that Facebook is heading. That's why I'm excited, man. I, and I, I, you know how I feel about it. We've been talking about it. We're going to continue to talk about it. We've been talking about it on other platforms, uh, Facebook groups. For those of you that are real estate related uh, industry professionals, you know, really any industry for that matter, you know, if you sell anything and you have a book of business and you have past clients and, you know, you have a local community, whatever it might be, there's no arguably better way to stay in touch and top of mind with said audience than through a Facebook group. Here's the facts. Everybody's on Facebook, you know, and except for maybe our kids, right? But the, but, but people with a hundred thousand dollar plus income, they're on Facebook and, and uh, you know, most of your past clients and, and most of your friends and family are on Facebook. And so you create a group and you, create consistent content. Oh, and by the way, we've got a platform that can help you with that. You can message me about that too. Uh, but you go do this. You're meeting your customer and your friends and family where they want to be met because nobody wants an email. Nobody wants a text. Nobody wants an unsolicited phone call. None of them. They didn't ask for that, but they chose to go to the Facebook. And then when you ask the stupid question about which hairstyle are you? And you show four pictures of 1970, 1980, 1990, and 2000, you're going to get 30 comments. And you're thinking, well, what's that got to do with my business? You're top of mind. And That's guess it. what? They engaged. And now they're going to see your post tomorrow. And they're going to see the post the next day. And they're going to remember you. And that's the whole point. You can't find a better, can't find a better resource, man. Not right now, man. Not into the met, metaverse. I was going to say, have you ever met Tristan Almada? He's got 140 plus thousand friends 
that uh, damn near worship the ground that he walks on. And it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not because he's smart. He's actually really dumb. Super. And Super. he's just really good at putting out good content. No, I'm totally kidding. He's a genius. He's a genius. And you know this and you follow him and you know him for this, for Facebook groups. I mean, yeah, you don't, Tristan, you don't get enough credit. You don't get enough credit for being ahead of your time. Uh, maybe you do. I, I know I give you a lot of it. Dude, deserve, I'm telling you. you. It. Lab code agents, drunk on social metaverse. As soon as it hits, you know we're going to be first. Oh, you're damn right. You're damn right. And that's why you all are here. Keep paying attention. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Keep following us wherever you spend your time. If you don't spend your time on Facebook, that's okay. You say, I'm on Instagram. Cool. Drunk on social is there too. You're like, no, I've been spending all my time on TikTok. Guess what? We're there too. Oh, no, no. I'm more of a YouTuber. Hey, we've got a channel there too. Go follow us where we are. You're, we're going to keep giving it to you. I promise you, we will not sell very often, but we will occasionally. I mean, shit, we got to get paid for all this free stuff that we do because we're not getting paid now. I can tell you that. So at some point we need the love, give it to us and we'll keep bringing it to you because that's never going to stop. Because you know what? We love doing this. We do, man. We would do it for free. Wait, we're doing it for free. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, Good stuff, buddy. Until episode uh, 42, we are recording these. Uh, this is our last episode of 2021 recording. You're watch, you're listening to this or watching it in 2022. Enjoy the stash. It's not gonna last forever. Until next is time. Is it gonna is it gonna be pointy and like no, that's twisty? my my father-in-law does that actually. I can't grow no I, I can't grow facial hair that long. Oh yeah, he's the Dude. king of I need to, I need to see that picture. You should post one of those up on, on social. Tom's got got good hair, man. I do not. On the other hand, very, very good hair. (laughs) Like Mr. Pringles in says. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.